honestly, for Bach, that looks like We're it rolling. was super easy. I can play Bach. But Bach looks Bach easy. Bach is in my repertoire now. But Bach is easy. That's why Bach's I said it's easy. unimpressive that I can play Bach. When are you going to play Beethoven? Uh, give me a week. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Goof Auntie Burnett. Hey guys, welcome. My name's Emily. My name's Sophia. And we've got Pete on sound. Pete on I, sound. <laughs> I don't know why, but I really thought you were going to go, my name's Fat Lard. <laughs> No, I already did that before. I know. And I you know what? So- it would be really true because I have been such a fat lard lately. <laughs> I've been fasting. So I thought because I, I'm just going to get right to it. Go like ahead. You're, you look like you're upset that I'm talking about fasting. No, right. I'm just upset today. I know. It's, it's been like... It's been a it, very hard day. We've had a really bad start to the beginning of yes. Gufanti. Um, but... I've been fasting, and I feel like if you fast all day, when it's time to eat at like 8 o'clock at night, that's when I break my fast, you can't possibly eat enough calories in one sitting as you would all day. That is so far from the truth. (laughs) Whoever fucking said that is lying. You know, I can eat more than my daily amount of calories for breakfast. I was just nonstop eating. I was eating broccoli, Rob, waffles. Like, my meal was disgusting, so I've, I've gained weight. Oh, and I had to go through starving for 12 hours during the day just to gain more weight. Well, yeah, so I'm because starving and gaining. There's no point in doing intermittent fasting if you're going to eat your whole weight in food at the end of the day. Honestly, the ex told me that starving and then breaking your fast was the way to lose weight. He That's was so wrong. So not true. Intermittent fasting. He was fasting, a scientist, so I believe him. Wait, no. Him. He's right in that if you do intermittent fasting and then break your fast and have a normal-sized meal, you'll lose but weight. But you're supposed to make up for the calories... Within that one meal. But you've been eating, what, like 10,000 calories? I've been eating <laughs> a day. It's disgusting. I ate almost a, a whole tray of brownies last night. That's impressive, I, to say the least. It's terrible. I didn't have a good week either with food. I mean, on Monday night, like, John wasn't here this week, so I really had nothing to be ashamed of. Like, eating, not, I mean, we eat like pigs together all the time. But Monday night, I, or at 10.30, I was like, I hadn't eaten dinner, and I was being healthy that day, and at 10.30, I was like, mm, I think I'm gonna get pad thai, so I ordered pad thai, crab rangoons, spring what rolls. What the fuck's a rangoon? Crab rangoons are these, <laughs> have you had crab rangoons, Pete? They're fucking amazing. They're like these a little rangoon. crunchy, like, like hard dumpling type things inside filled with crab like and like a cream gyoza? cheese. Like cream a gyoza? Cheese. No. Hard. A rangoon. It's hard, and then you bite into it, and like all this gooey cheese comes Ooh, out. Oh, that sounds amazing. Really good. Hey, after this, want to go hit crab rangoon? <laughs> yeah, it's not a place, but I want some crab rangoon. Let's get a rangoon. <laughs> um, then I had a Philly cheesesteak on Tuesday, and then on Wednesday, I had an entire family size serving of orzo, had ice cream after each meal every wow. night, and then today I had another Philly cheesesteak and mozzarella sticks. I had five. Um, pancakes this morning <laughs> did you really five pancakes my mom makes me pan- well i quit my job yes so. congratulations now, thank you so much i tried to completely quit but uh-huh. they offered me a position still within the company which is great because i get to choose my own hours and everything that like never so I got, happens i know it's pretty amazing they were like you know since you're still on good terms with the company we just wanted to offer you a freelance position and i was like yeah, you know what? That sounds good because then I don't have to deal with the bullshit of retail. I could just do artistry, which is exactly what I want. That's like all you wanted to do this whole time. I know. And that's because of my positive affirmations. Em. I know. And I put a lot of negative. Should we tell them what happened before we got yeah, here? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my God. We didn't even tell them. We didn't yet. tell We them. just talked about it so much before. So Sophia picked me up from work and she drives here and we have the routine where I get in the driver's seat outside of <laughs> where I work and, um, where I freelance and I get in the car, we drive up here and we're in such a good mood and we're just kind of like talking because I've had a terrible week, horrible week. And we were, it's been a tough week for you. It's been a tough week for me that I will forever be grateful for because I will learn so much from. Yeah. Nonetheless. It's a mental breakthrough, not breakdown. Yes. So we were talking about like nice things like that in the car and then we get to the Upper West Side, we get off the West Side Highway at 79th Street and we did not know what we were signing up for. 45 minutes spent looping around all the it fucking streets. It was really streets. scary and I'm usually super patient but and I, so was getting, I was getting really worked up. Emily almost got in a fist fight while we were in the with car. With a woman. With a woman <laughs> who had like hair that looked like boobs on her head, like the two little, the two little balls. You know, she the, had Miley buns She had the little, head. the fun buns and Emily was like, what, what, what? And she was like, what? She what? like looks like, like she's, she's going to get out of the car. 
She's gonna fight us. Um, she, you were in rare form. I was, and, yeah. and scaring me too. I thought I she was gonna beat me. Out. I was scaring myself. I was sitting in the car and I was like, Sophia, I know this isn't your fault, but I'm like really upset right now, and like this is why you have to take the train. You have to start taking the train because and I can't that's handle. So this. mean to say to me because you know that's such a touchy subject with me. Well, that's why the immediate, train immediately after would, I was like, I, I was like, I don't want train. you to take the train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't let me say any of that. <laughs> oh my god are you gonna get mad at me for cutting you off now no i just have to, i just have i have no strength left i so know and i'm gonna be the take w- your shots because i'll surrender <laughs> i swear to god i will fucking surrender to mother earth today i'll surrender to how are you pete the police when my car is towed how are you uh, thumbs up or thumbs down thumbs pete, up that's good and that's always why, good yeah it's good your energy makes me already feel more safe because I was really overwhelmed in the car and I blew my stack. You did. I blew my stack of but, pancakes. But that's okay. And then we parked illegally and right now your car could be getting towed. It could be getting towed, but we'll <laughs> split the ticket, right? If I get a ticket. If, if you, you get towed, do you get a ticket or do they just go like, no, we towed you so you don't need to get a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay to get you, your car you back. pay to get the car back. That fucking But John sucks. said they don't tow during, they don't tow at night. I know, but you didn't see because you were facing the kitchen. But after he said that, he looked at me and went, <laughs> and he was like, you want me to move your car? You want me to move your car? And then he was like, oh, oh, you parked there. All right. He just didn't want to move he the car. He just didn't want to move the car. <laughs> and he was, we were, right before we came in, she was like, do you think John will move the car? And I was like, let's not even ask. And then he asked and we were like, oh, no, you don't have to do that. <laughs> I'm really happy he asked and then didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad he offered and I'm then so didn't. I'm so glad he offered to not do it. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got an orange sweatshirt on for Gufanti. Is that this new? This is Gufanti orange. Uh, yeah, this is brand new. My dad told me I looked like a pumpkin. You do look like a pumpkin and the best way. And then my pants are like bananas and pajamas. You do look like you're in like a cozy pajama outfit. Like it's you could go to like, like a, a streetwalker outfit. Like a streetwalker outfit. Streetwalker? Like streetwalker. Isn't a streetwalker like a hooker? <laughs> Shit, is it? Like a, someone who walks the streets. Well, I do my makeup like a, you know what? No, you I've don't. been putting. I I have. I mean, the the most. I wear a lot of makeup, so it looks like a hooker. You know. No, you look so natural I've today. I've been wearing those little gems on my eyebrows lately. Love that. And someone messaged me, told me that it, that I should stop doing it because it looks like I have Christmas ornaments on my face. Who said that? A guy. A guy, Dalton. Oh, Dalton oh. Fisher. It was, I think it. it was. I think it was supposed to be like funny. But I just didn't wear it today because of that. I, I've been seeing those on your Instagram stories, and I just want to say I think it looks, they look amazing. It makes me want to get a piercing. Like piercings on my eyebrows. Well, Rosette Maybe like a, has one. I know. She's got one. I want to get a couple. Oh, don't do that. I just want my whole face pierced up. I mean, no one's going to stop you. I just want to do that. Do I don't, it. I don't know why. Is that like, am I going to turn into that like dragon, you know, the, the dragon? No. That's the piercings all over his face. There's a lot of those. Yeah, he's like those he, are scary. He's those like are bearded, scary. Yeah, it's scary. I'm not gonna do that. I think but. you have the perfect amount right now. You have one in each nostril. That's it. Yeah, you think it should end there? Well, I mean, I could. Mi- yeah, don't do anything else. All right. I am so like prude. Well, to piercings for sure yeah. and tattoos. Yeah, but and I don't, surgeries. I don't think that you should ever do. My mom was talking to me about her surgery today. She went to get like her for, she like asked a plastic surgeon if she should get her fourth nose job. And I was like, "Mom, like I watch Botched. If you get four nose jobs in a, ro- a row, like your nose could turn blue. Like you could lose the cartilage just kind of like dies." And the doctor was like, you shouldn't do that. But what we can do is, I know. And I was like, (laughs) I was so proud of him for saying that. He was like, but what we can do is we could put a little bit of silicone in your nose. So I think, like, my mom's literally thinking about getting permanent silicone filler in her nose because she thinks the sides of the, the nostrils are different sizes. And I'm like, are they? Who? I mean, yeah, but like, (laughs) nobody's looking at her from like a lower view except like a four year old. The four-year-olds don't care. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be able to stop her if she really wants to do it. Your hair looks really nice today. Thank you. I blew it out. It looks really nice. I blew it out for Gufonte. Um, But, I mean, if she wants to get to know her, she's going to... One of my best friends, I'm not going to name her name, one of my best friends told me today that for her birthday, she's going to get lip injections. And I hate that Like my immediate reaction was like, really? 
Why is that my reaction? There's nothing wrong with getting lip injections. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's something you would never do. So it's just like you wouldn't do it. So you wouldn't want anyone else to do it. Well, and I it's just like, feel like, why do you gonna... feel like you want to change your face? Yeah. I understand that, but I also understand wanting to. And I want to change my face a little bit. But it's your fuck. That's your face. I know. And it's time for a change sometimes. I don't know. I just think it's crazy to get so invasive on your face. I don't know. I feel like it's. It's fine. It's just like you. No, I mean, I, I, that's the thing is like, I know I'm not going to their own. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I had a really, really terrible dream last night. I had a dream Worms? that weren't. Yeah. Again? Know, no, the, I've been having a reoccurring worm dream that worms are coming out of my mouth. And so I looked it up, like the meaning of a worm dream. Uh-huh. And it means that you hate everything that you're saying and everything you're doing. <gasps> oh, I know. I'm like, this is so terrible. Because I, I, you would think I'm having all the worm I, dreams. Are you having dreams? I'm having. Because you're in a, a place right now. So I'm wondering what kind of dreams are you having? I'm having pretty weird dreams where like they feel like they're my real life. They're they're not dreams. You're a lucid dreamer, right? Um, I used to be when I would like dream journal, but like they're dreams where I sometimes can like can actually go like, did that happen? Because they feel so real. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but I've also been having. I had one dream like a week ago. And I saw a squirrel in the dream and it was like rabid and it looked at me. <laughs> and like, I'm not kidding you. I saw the devil in this squirrel's eyes. Oh, no. And it was like. And oh, like, that's so scary. I like saw the devil and I was like, something's wrong. I remember there was a dream I had with my, one of my ex-boyfriends and it was the reason that we broke up. And Wait. I had it. Yeah, it was. What? I'm going to tell you, you probably remember. So I remember I had a small penis in my dream. And so I read, I was like, what the hell does that mean? Why did I have a small penis? And like immediately I was like, am I a lesbian? Like, what is this dream about? And I looked it up and it said that I feel like I'm the man in the relationship. It's Brandon. Oh. Yeah. And then I read it because I read it out loud and I was like, what? I had a dream about this. He was like, Sophia, maybe you're like. A lesbian maybe you're having thoughts about he's like i don't know sophie it was just a dream and i read it out loud to him and i was like i don't feel like that you know i don't feel that way and it was so true but when you say you feel like you're the man in the relationship what do you mean i felt like i was i i mean here, here we take, go <laughs> you're gonna take it there but that's what no tell, I just, I, let's dissect because not, you want a man in a relationship to be a little bit well at least i do i want a guy to be a little bit more dominant over me <laughs> And I felt like in the relationship, I was very dominant. You know, I was all the personality. I was giving a lot more than he was in the relationship. And so cut to the dick in my dream. The dick on me in my dream. I mean, I understand that in that he wasn't, he, oh, I really hope. Is he going to listen to this? Well, he, he might. Okay. But I, I mean, this happened. He'll remember. Yeah, he'll remember. Because I love the guy. He was my favorite of all of them. I know. You know that. And you should know that. I will say you had a much, much larger personality than he did. And I think so much to the point where it just wasn't ever going to match up forever. Because I think when you have that large of a personality and you're dating someone who's much more reserved, because he's very reserved until you're with him in a group of friends. Yeah. Like to the public, he's very reserved. Yeah. I just think like... I don't know. I'm making it up right now. Maybe there are plenty of couples who are mismatched, but I feel like, I don't know, me personally, like I'm very comfortable being with someone who like socially is like kind of on the same plane as me. Yeah, I like that too. And I also felt like I was smarter, you know, and I feel like that. I don't want to talk about this because if he, the chance that he's, he's listening. Not, he's not going to listen. Okay. I think and you he were smarter. Yeah. And that's he knew it fine too. because I really think that. He is actually one of the most endearing and like funny, fun to be around people I've yeah. ever met. He's always up for a good time. He's always up for a good time. Now you made me feel bad about it, but it was like I had a dick in my dream. I don't want to say that you're smarter. I don't think that's nice. I think that you... <laughs> How dare you not say that I'm smarter? Because I, <sighs> I think that you care more about... But now about, I'm offended. You care more about intellectual things. Okay. Well, of course I do think you're smarter. Okay, so stop. It's more hurtful when you're pretending that he, you know... <sighs> It's fine. All right. I love him. I love I, the kid. I the love guy. him too. The He's dude. a really good the guy. Man. The man. He's a good guy. The woman. We just weren't right for each other. Jesus. He was the woman. He was the woman and I had the dick. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. I really don't think I would enjoy being in a relationship where I felt like I was, it was like man, woman. Us out of the bedroom. 
And Wait, the, what do you mean? Explain sexually, that. Sexually, I love the dynamic of man-woman. But I would not, I would feel, I think I would go stir-crazy if I felt like I was like, in a typical like man woman stereotypical relationship if i was like just kind of getting taken care of and like submissive emotionally and like yeah you want it to be equal i want to feel like i'm hey uh, listen, it's a partner i can't help the dream that i had i just <laughs> yeah. like literally i was sleeping and i had a dick and no, i was I, like what does that mean i was just and i looked to, it up and google said it i didn't no i was just trying to talk about the idea of yeah. like be, being the man in the relationship i'm projecting yeah, I don't even think you're hearing me. No, because I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you here? I'm here. The idea that there's a man in a relationship, like who's the man in the relationship, yeah. that's what I was getting at. Of like, what does that really mean? Yeah. And who still wants that? I think I might, actually. Really? I, I think that's fine. I would, I would definitely want a guy who's more dominant than me. You think so. But I had that. But you had that. And you did not like But a it. guy who's more dominant and also, you know, isn't like hateful. You don't want someone who's dominant, more dominant than you. Hateful. You want someone who challenges you. Yeah. Like, like makes you step up to the plate. None of your boyfriends have ever like tested you or like held like You're challenged right. you. You're right. I don't know. I think I want a little, I, I think I do want a guy, but like dominant by like bigger and, you know, like towering over me tall and Yeah, masculine. see, that's physical and sexual. I get that. Yeah. I so get that, that. But that's what it is. That I had a dick, so it was just like, It was all physical? It was all physical. Okay. Maybe that was the reason. That was what, what was what my dream was telling me. Who knows? I mean, and who knows how much dreams actually mean. Sometimes yeah. I have dreams that make absolutely no sense. Oh, I mean, all the time for me. I had a dream when I was younger. It was this recurring dream. I always have that. I have recurring dreams. And it was about a giant foot, just a foot. And it was stomping <laughs> on me all the time. Maybe you felt but clobbered. That, like, me, yeah, but that like makes no sense. Like a giant, just a free, like a freestanding foot going to stomp on me. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking about, I want to talk about something. Okay, talk about it. Is everybody who's around our age, like, at some point going to go through uh, an identity crisis? crisis? I think so. I think we're at the point. I I feel like after college, especially, you go through the point where you're like, oh, my God, what am I supposed to do with myself? But do you think that that's an everybody thing? Or is it like, is that like new for our generation? Like, did our parents go through that? You're not any different. Everybody's going through this. I I know. I guess I was just like not primed for. You were so scared of the anxiety. It was like Gabby when she had anxiety for the first time. She thought she was having a heart attack and yeah. dying. It's the scariest feeling in the world to not have control. Yeah, but you're in full control. You're always in full control. I know, but it's really scary because I feel like, especially with like the presence I put out of myself in the world, I give off this idea that like, I'm this super positive person, like love yourself. All you have to do is smile. Like you can choose to have a good day. And like, I'm lying right now because I feel none of that on the inside. But that's not lying. That's just like, you're trying. I mean, you put it out there. You want everyone to have a good day, but by saying it every day, if you like, you'll start to believe it. Yeah. You really do have to start doing affirmations. Yeah. It will change your life. Not I guess your so. negative affirmations. I guess so. I feel like there's no context for people who are listening because nobody knows well, I my mean, inner go, life. We'll go into it. Well, I'll just give a quick spark notes. I've just, I had a bit of a breakdown mm-hmm. on Sunday and was like panicking and crying for hours because I felt like I had no control over my life. And then this whole week has kind of been like physically recovering from that and like realizing that I have so much to confront with myself and like deal. Cause I don't know. I feel like what I was trying to get at before, I feel like a lot of people in our generation, they call us like the participation trophy generation, meaning like we were given a gold star for like everything we did when we were little, like 
like our parents oh that's totally true for uh, me and my family yeah our parents raised us as like you can star you can be anything you want you're amazing you're exceptional like if if i got into a fight with anyone they're jealous of you like if i did anything wrong ever like what if they like you didn't do anything wrong like they're just a jerk like kind of just like held up and cradled with love and and like told I'm excellent and like all this shit. And I mean, obviously there's other things that go into it, but I really feel like being the children of like the baby boomer generation and being raised in this participation trophy thing, then you like, you get out of college or, or even in college or whenever people have it in this time in your life when it's like kind of after you've left the nest and you kind of realize how, how like life requires work. And like, even if you are so great, like you still have to put work into your life and like you don't have the answers and you're always going to be learning and things just get harder. And like, I really feel like our generation has not been prepared for that because we grew up on this narrative that like we can be anything we want. We can do anything we want. We are amazing. Life is in the palm of our hands. Yeah. And then you get into the real world and you're like, what the fuck is this all about? And like, what do I do? If I can be anything, then nothing satisfies me. Yeah. Well, that's what I was telling you in the car. Same with relationships. I feel like that's why people are getting married later. I feel like that's why people, so many more people are like single at our age because that's why people are getting divorced. People aren't satisfied because they literally think everything they have should be perfect. Yeah. And like, I really think, I mean, obviously, I don't think I didn't go into this thinking like, am I the only one? But like, I'm starting to look at it more as like, obviously, analyzing my own upbringing, like where we were raised and all that stuff. But I'm also looking at it generally, generationally of like, we were raised in this generation that was brought up with like, we're like the trophy generation of like, you are so great. And it really didn't prepare us well for like, trying to live on our own and create and actually Give a, it, did, it did not help us to get the means to live a meaningful, happy, not even happy, just like an honest life. Yeah, and I feel like as long as you realize that, though, and like I've realized that my parents were just like, Sophia, you're amazing. You're yeah. the star. You're number one. I realized that I was like a little bit greedy and I got everything handed to me. So I'm going to have to work hard and not be so like, you know, like I have to work a lot harder because I'm so used to like getting everything. Yeah, but but not even like materially because i feel like you and i both have pretty solid i never had to go to school um (laughs) i have to no but i have to try really hard to have a good work ethic your parents made you go to school like i didn't have to go to school i didn't have to i mean it just was never it was never i know and for most people it was never like an option like going to school was like not up for debate i would choose to sleep and i would get away with it so for me, yeah. it's just, I mean, for me, That's it's true. just really hard. Like I have to try you so hard to have third- a good work ethic because like I didn't know what it was, what it was to like have to go to school or have to do anything for that matter. But do you think work ethic is driven by habit and how you were raised or by like passion? It's like, I don't, I mean, I think a it's a little of bit of both. Yeah. yeah. It's like nature over nurture, right? Or nurture over, what is it? N- nurture versus, nature versus nurture. Nature versus nurture. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just feel like I'm not even, like whatever it is that I'm going through right now where I'm like really trying to figure out what my life means or doesn't mean or however selfishly I'm having this like crisis, don't. <laughs> I wasn't even Were gonna, you gonna yell at me for calling it selfish? I wasn't even gonna say anything. Okay, that's how on edge I am. But... Whatever is going on, it's not about work ethic because I will show up to work every day. I will never take days off. Like I Physically, I have a hard work ethic, but I am very bad at looking inward and revising and looking at what's making me upset and how I'm feeling because I'm, I don't know if it's totally compared to this, but I guess I'm just trying to see how much you agree that like it is a lot, a, a good amount of that can be attributed to being raised of like, you don't have to be anything but yourself and like, not thinking like I have to talk, I have to look inside and be like, what am I, what are these patterns I have that are like, well, I think that, am I making sense? No, you're making a lot of sense. I think a lot of it comes down to just being, you're making total sense. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of it just comes down to like trust, trusting yourself though, too. Like you're very hard on yourself. I'm very hard. You're very like I was telling you, like you're you have that type of personality where you do one thing and you're happy and you're high on life for a while. And then you just like get down on yourself because you're like, okay, that's over now on to the next thing. And that's just like a, you know, a never going to be happy kind of personality. But that's what makes you so great. And that's what's going to make you so successful. It's really like a lot of people are going to be able to relate to that. 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of people like. I feel like when I I've, am not. That's why I had like my Instagram. My Instagram info was like, I'm mediocre <laughs> because I was always I'm the one to be I like, am. I'm gonna do this essay and I'm just gonna get it done. I just have to get it done, and it doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be great. I just need to get it done. I'm like a get it done type of personality. Yeah, but I don't think I'm unless like, it has to do with like I don't know with my makeup. It's a little bit different. I don't know. I see I see you as similar to me in that like you're always trying to improve and do something better. You're always doing I things. I think I'm always trying to do a million different things and I can never finish a project. This is a therapy that's session. The, that's the That's my number one thing in therapy. In yeah, like I'm always trying to do a million things. I have so many things going, never finish them. Yeah, that's it's, sad. Like this podcast Say it was mine and it was up to me to get it done. Never would have been done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this would never be out. Yeah. Speaking of therapy, though, I think my psychiatrist is yeah. trying to hook me up with someone because every time I have an appointment and he's mentioned, he's like, oh, this next guy, he would be great for you. And he's like, but I'm not a matchmaker. That's So he you said You mean that. the guy who comes in after you? The guy who comes in after or before me. And there was one time. It's the same guy? It's the same guy. Every You've seen time. Him? Do I know him? No. I've oh. never seen him before. He's like our age. He, he looks like our age. He has like, a nut, he has like a Heath Ledger look about him. He's adorable. Whoa. And every time I have an appointment, I go out and we like look at each other. And there was one time I was in the, the office and he was like, hi, Dr. And Dr. was like, oh, oh, come in. Like during my session. What? During my session. And then he was like, yeah, I just wanted to talk to you about the Vivance. I was wondering if I could get Adderall. And he was just like... Oh, my God. So now it's been the past five times. So you have a thing with someone at your therapist's office. I have a thing with a guy, and we have a mutual interest. It's Vivance. And, (laughs) well, now he's on Adderall. And I don't know. I think that... Can you imagine my psychiatrist sets me up with someone? I feel like a psychiatrist that's totally setting you up not with allowed. No, but I feel like that's the best person to know he's who's like, right for you. He's like ninety years old. He does not care if it's not allowed. He doesn't he, care about keeping things confidential anymore. Yeah, I know everything about everyone. I know about all the patients. He's like, he's just gonna do it. How long are your therapy sessions? Oh, sometimes they go over. Like, Some, like sometimes two hours. I would and love he, a two he hour jokes he session. jokes about it. he's like I don't even know how much I'm going to charge you for this one. He texts he texts me sometimes and he's like, "Hey Sophia, do you think you have a lot to talk about today?" <laughs> oh my god. I'm like I always know I have a lot to talk about. I'm like, "Sorry, I was just like thinking about killing myself. Sorry if I have too much to talk uh, oh about." Oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm really comfortable with him. I've been going to him since I was like I think like 10 years old. You were in therapy at 10? A very young age. Very young age. Why? Um, my mom always thought I was something. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, this I girl remember she, to- caught, she told me I was manic when I was little. My mom thought, my, then I had ADD. I do have ADD for sure. But like, there was always something. So I was just in therapy since a really young age. I, I think that was really helpful and beneficial for me. I'm very in touch with my feelings. I know exactly what I feel. Yeah, and you're very in touch with other people's feelings. Like, you are really, really emotionally intelligent. Oh, my God. I love that. That's why I always, always, always go to you. Like, when, at, well, because I love you and we're best friends. But also, like, you really, you really know how to talk to me about something and listen to what I'm saying and respond to what I'm saying. Oh, my God. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I'm a really good listener. But not a lot of, in general, not a lot of people these days can carry a conversation. You know well, that? that? Well, that's so true. Because everybody's distracted and thinking about something else. Oh, my gosh. That's Nobody so- listens anymore. It's really sad. Can you imagine in the next, like, 30 years... Nobody's uh, going to be able to talk anymore. I already know a neither. few people who don't even know how to talk anymore. I mean, I, I mean, like people I have a close to me. I feel like I have. Yeah. Yeah. People lose the ability to speak. Oh, the, the camera's off. <laughs> oh, um, I, is it, is it all right? I, um, I feel like I also don't listen to people sometimes because I will be talking to someone. And if I like, Literally not consciously, but like if I'm just like, if my subconscious decides like this transaction doesn't matter, I tune out. Well, that I do that a lot still. I still do that. Yeah, you do it to me sometimes. I do it a lot. But not when it counts. When it counts, you're listening. Well, that's not always true. No. Uh, 
I could, I'm really good at pretending that I was listening, but sometimes you'll catch me. I know when you're not even listening in to this me. podcast, po- podcast, <laughs> yeah. podcast for all you listeners. You're probably like, Sophia's like, was not listening. There's some times that I just check out, but I, I know when you're not listening. When I told my Brita filter story that yeah. one episode, I was like, did my you hear eyes, me? My eyes get glazed over. But that's a real thing. That's ADD. It's really hard to focus. <laughs> I, my, like, don't, I'm not taking that from my, you. My dad has like really bad ADD and he definitely passed along to me. You know, he hit a school bus once. He hit the school bus? He hit a school bus. And I'm like, that is my father. I know that's my father because we have the same type of ADD. Why Hitting cars. He, well, he checked out. He was on Vyvanse for the first time, which you would think would help him like focus more Wait, but why does hitting a school bus mean more than just like hitting a car because it's big Em, it's big and yellow how do you hit a school bus <laughs> yeah i guess so it's like the <laughs> hardest thing to hit and he hit it it's big and yellow <laughs> is that why they make school buses yellow so it's like look there's kids here well, think about it whenever a school bus stops you have to stay like a very far distance away what <laughs> my dad hit it <laughs> it was stopped it's like one of the main laws it's like when you see a school bus you better back but up i've been in the car with my dad and he's like literally like he's doing a million things he'll be like watching a video he'll oh that's be, not good. like he has a book out it's terrible <laughs> joey is the same one we have really bad add in my family yeah we don't have any add in mine yeah, ocd no ocd ADD. we have that too we got it all yeah <laughs> yeah you yeah but i i love your family i feel like everybody is so something your family has that's amazing is like true honest and unconditional love that's true you know yeah i was Not looking that- i was looking at my parents relationship today and i was like you know as fucking crazy as they are they really love each other they call each other every day and they genuinely enjoy talking to each other yeah. on the phone even if it's about bullshit that like i don't care about they're like loving their time together every single and, night yeah every time i come over your house like your parents are just like in the kitchen or on the couch like always in the same activity they're adorable they are such a couple sophia picked me up on sunday this past sunday after i had my mental breakdown um <laughs> <laughs> you're how like what number mental breakdown was that this was like number two it was the big one um, and i hope you don't think that i'm like making fun of you for this because i've no, had make so fucking fun yeah, of me no i had like so many mental breakdowns but please don't like baby me over this it's I, like hilarious i'm not and that's why i'm, I'm breaking a- down in front of my own eyes but you're not really i know well that's yeah. i guess okay, why we going. can laugh about whatever yeah. i did have a breakdown on sunday pete i was crying for like four hours straight i couldn't stop crying and like i couldn't control myself and like i had to leave the city and go home so i, I get on a train and she picks me up from the train i get in the car i was crying the whole train ride like hiding my face from the whole train because i, I couldn't fucking control myself and then i get out of the train as soon as like, i see her in the car at night she's sitting all like happy to see me she's like em! and i get in the car and instantly i go Ooh, and i yeah, hide my face and, and she's cradling she, i don't in my think arms. you knew it was gonna be that bad i didn't know it was gonna be that bad and i immediately start crying she's like oh no em come here and you she needed a like, hug i needed a hug and then she gave me brain juice it's amazing <laughs> it's ginkgo biloba root it's so <laughs> good for your focus and for your serotonin levels ginkgo biloba root <laughs> Should we change the podcast name to Ginkgo Biloba? Ginkgo Biloba Root. And then I have Sleep Juice. It's Valerian Root to sleep. Yeah, that's what you gave John, right? Yeah, I think since I quit my job, I'm going to be an herbalist. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you come with brain juice. I start crying. We, we drive to Cheesecake Factory. We're talking about it. We order the menu, but we couldn't finish it, surprisingly. Couldn't finish it. But anyway, I, we got back to your house, and I was so exhausted emotionally and just like really couldn't even think about anything yeah and we get to your house and i come in the kitchen and your mom and dad are sitting there and your dad's just waiting for your mom to like finish her meal they're so cute and then she's like yeah we just we just binge watched this new show called is that her voice (laughs) yeah that sounded good we just binge it's so angelic it's so soothing my mom's an angel we're binge watching this new show called the outlander i love Oh my god, I'm like talking like Dr. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, aka like, Dr. Evil, watch this new show. <laughs> I come in the kitchen, she's like carefully eating her food, the your dad's Outlander. like watching, and she's like, oh, hi guys. The Outlander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the point of. <laughs> 
the point I was trying to make is that like it, it felt so safe to be around so much love. Like oh my they really, really, really love each my other. My kitchen is a sacred space. It, it is. It's like a sanctuary. Yeah. Everybody listening, come on over to my kitchen. Your It'll ki- change your life. It does. And and then my one of my other favorite things about sleeping over your house is I always sleep on the couch. Like yeah, that's my bed. Yeah. We we would never share a bed. You have to sleep on my couch. No, we you, could share. Well, just as you sleep on my couch. I love to sleep on your couch i sleep on your couch yeah and so i i always sleep on your couch and every I'm morning so like literally 6 50 or 7 a.m your parents are downstairs having coffee and breakfast my fucking favorite thing about your parents, gabby's always there too gabby's there either in person or on the We're phone on the phone and my favorite thing about your parents is that they don't give a shit that I'm there sleeping. <laughs> and they will carry on with their loud morning. Yeah. Even though I'm there. My mom vacuums. <laughs> she will my, vacuum. My mom vacuums around Emily sleeping. Because. And then. And, and then it's she, fine. She and told me. she. I mean, she loves it. And she was like, Em was over the other day and she complimented what I was playing on Alexa. And I was like, yeah. what was it? That she was like, I was like, Alexa, play Ludovico and Audi. She does this yeah. every morning. I'll hear my mom upstairs and she's like alexa play ludovico and audi <laughs> she says it with the most italian accent and she said you complimented and loved ludovico and audi mm, you don't I really remember. don't remember you don't remember is it like an italian music it's an italian he's a piano player oh i probably was like this is wonderful yeah you i said mean that you were nodding in and out i'm actually really grateful that they don't care that i'm sleeping at seven in the morning in the kitchen because you know me i <laughs> love my kitchen, morning you're sleeping in the kitchen <laughs> i mean your couch your living room and kitchen my couch is like in the kitchen (laughs) and i love it because i literally just like peacefully rest as i listen to what's going on in the morning and it's like a ritual we have literally not once do i sleep over and there's not like four of them down there in the morning (laughs) just like having a morning at seven my house is a really fun spot to be in you have like a a kingdom i do i have a king that's why it was so it's so hard to move out it's a civilization in that house it's really like i'm very codependent on that house and then everyone in it it's got its own zip code even dominic with the hair and the drying the fridge i know (laughs) like you need it it's part of your ecosystem trump's getting impeached someone blew a whistle (laughs) someone blew a whistle is that what we really want to talk about (laughs) you know what's really funny though no but i really thought that like a whistleblower was someone blowing a whistle well, it is metaphorically. Metaphorically, I literally thought that's what it was. Oh. I feel like, and I was like, my, my, I was like, Mom, should I put that in Gufanti? She was like, No, it sounds really stupid, Sophia. But I really thought that. You really thought like, who blew a whistle? I said, Who blew the whistle? And she's like, <laughs> and she laughed. And then I was like, No, really, who? And she was like, Really? You never heard of like whistleblowers? Well, now I know. I had to look it up. It's a bit of a, I think, like derogatory term. It kind of like makes them sound like a narc, which they kind of are, I guess. I guess. If you're whistleblowing, it's like tattletaling, but like the political version. Yeah, that's but exactly. Usually, what it is. it's meant to be for the better of civilization. Yeah. But the other day, I woke up and I, I watch the Today Show every morning when I get ready for work, and I always watch the Today Third Hour because that's what comes on like right before I leave. You do always watch that. You're and, always playing it on your stories, and it's Al Roker because <laughs> I love Al Roker. Have you ever seen the clip where he pooped his pants? I watched it because you post it, and I <laughs> have it's, you not seen this clip? No, Pete? it's really crazy. And I like. Can I play the soundbite? Yeah, is that I real? Have to play the soundbite. Did it's, he really do that? Yeah, because he had some fucking surgery or something, <laughs> and like, uh, it, it like sensitizes <laughs> bowels. And the something. girl's like, "You pooped your pants." I, no, no, no. He didn't shit on the show, but he talks about when he pooped his pants and they talk about it in the most like sincere and like medical way. And it's the funniest thing I've ever heard. No, you have to play it. I'm going to play it. And while, what's that? Make sure you're. Oh, yeah, yeah, I will. But I watch Al Roker every morning because that like there's a part of me that remembers like when when you were little did you like wake up and get ready for school and your mom had like the weather channel on or something? Yeah, always. Traffic and weather, New Jersey traffic and weather. And so I have. The Today Show, yeah, or the Today Show Kelly and Ryan, or at then it was yeah. Regis and Kelly. My grandma looks just like Regis Kelly. I mean, <laughs> Regis Philbin. <laughs> My mom gets so upset when I say that. She's like, she doesn't look like him. I'm like, what, because he's a man? Grandma is Regis. <laughs> Wait, and I just saw a picture of your grandma for the first time. I was wondering, I was like, well, Em, what does your grandma look like? <laughs> 
John like, said the same thing. He was like, you have a grandma. <laughs> I, I had no clue M had a grandma. No one knows I have a grandma. But I do your have a grandma. grandma. Your grandma looks just like Regis. Yeah, she looks exactly like Regis Philbin, actually. Like, I'll show you. It's uncanny. Wow. If anyone wants to know what my grandma looks like, literally picture well, how Regis did you Philbin. Ke- like, hold that back for so long? You I didn't even tell me you had a grandma. I haven't been hiding it. All right, you ready for this Al Roker clip? It's actually, like, the funniest shit. Okay, <laughs> ready? And as I'm walking to the press room, I don't know, I think I gotta, you know, pass a little gas here. So I'm walking by myself. Who's gonna know? Only a little something extra came out. You and pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear it? Oh my god! Her, Only a little her reaction, extra her reaction makes it so much better. She goes. You pooped in your pants. You pooped in your pants. <laughs> I, I pooped in my pants. <laughs> that's my favorite. I didn't think that was real. I know. It's that crazy. <laughs> and literally, that's the that's how I got introduced to Al Roker as an adult. And that's why I still watch him. Because I'm like, that is an honest man who pooped in his pants. And I will forever dedicate my, my third hour of my morning <laughs> to the Today Show. It's Al Roker um, and three other people who I couldn't care less about. Really? I don't, it's, it's only Al Roker hour. you're watching for. It's actually called Third Hour Today because the actual Today Show is Hoda and someone. I don't know. I never watch. I don't have yeah. time in the morning to ever watch. Or I'm I don't have right time. I leave it on as I'm getting ready and I like the noise. That's what. But then I, I'll hear Al come on and Al, Al? Got, Al got a hip replacement last week, but he still phoned in every morning. He, he FaceTimed into the Today Show and he would come on and go, well, you know, uh, it's, it's definitely hard. I'm beginning to move my leg. That's how you know everyone left for work because like that's the content <laughs> of the third hour of today. It's like, well, I'm feeling better. I can move my leg this way. And then they go like, what's our Friday fun fact? Like it's like no one's watching. <laughs> yeah, but I just, it's kind of like listening to podcasts. I just I like to hear the noise. Al I'm Roker, I've never watched him before, but I love the pooped pooped his pants skit. I don't even really know skit. who he is. I don't know who he is. He's just yeah, and he was on the Today Show 15 years ago. He's just been like an anchor. Yeah. Oh, he's the weather guy. I mean, he's got a lot going for him. He's great, and I love his honesty. I really love his honesty. His daughter will phone in from Africa. Wow. Oh, wait. <laughs> what? I don't know. What? What? That was fine. Look, you're like nervous about saying that his daughter know, phoned because, in from Africa. That's... Because it might not be Africa, and now I'm scared that I said that, and it sounds bad. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Because... <laughs> His daughter really did phone in from Africa. No, I'm pretty sure she was in Paris. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> no, you can't cut that out. It's honest. <laughs> I have to cut that out. That's terrible. I thought she was in Paris. I mean, I thought she was in... I just said she phoned in from Africa. <laughs> But I guess I meant it as like a lot of girls now go abroad to like Africa to like be like philanthropic. I've never met anyone who studied abroad in Africa. I know so, like Madagascar. They go like to these places. Madagascar, where is that? In Africa. In Africa. Yeah. I, I know people who go for like science and building homes and stuff because they like have a philanthropic mission. Yeah, I'm really embarrassed that I like laughed. I mean, I said it. The thing is, I would have believed you, and then I would have told other people about it, and they would (laughs) have like that. Al Roker's daughter like was in Africa. He's probably not even African. He's not African. He's not. I don't even know where he's from. Oh my god! Stop! Did you hear that they caught the Zodiac killer? Who's the Zodiac killer? You don't know who the Zodiac killer is? No. Oh my gosh! It's like it's a term I've heard, but I no, don't know he yet. was like really popular in the fif- in the fifties, and he was like like a um, a serial killer. Like he was like they were really trying to find him, like Ted Bundy, kinda? like Ted Bundy, but like I think even worse. He was pretty bad, uh-huh. and so I think they just caught him because you know Takashi six nine six nine. I don't know any of his his songs or anything, Me neither. but he killed people and he did. He's he was in like is a that really, what he's on trial I don't, for? I don't I don't have a job anymore, so I'm just reading shit. It what was, was he on he, trial? No, for? he was in a gang and he may have killed someone. There was some, no, he was there. I was just reading about it today. Um, and then I just seen the memes. There was just a bunch of shit, and that and now he's being a rat because he doesn't want to be in prison for the rest of his life. Yeah, that's so why they they're might, making memes. Talk about him maybe going into the witness protection program because he's just like is 
like putting out all this information about like Cardi B, like these people were in gangs. And then he busted out with, he knows who the, um, the Zodiac killer was and he had his name and everything. And And he actually did. And I don't know how true I'm like, well, how does this fucking kid know who the Zodiac killer is from the fifties? But they're saying he did from the fifties, but he's still alive. I don't know. I didn't get that far into it. Well, then don't bring it up because now I want to know. Well, no, I looked it up, but they don't know enough information yet. But he gave the name of the Zodiac Killer. He gave the name and he says that he knows who the Zodiac Killer is. And there's a whole movie about it and everything. The Zodiac Killer is going to kill Takashi. He might. Well, he's going to be in the Witness Protection Program. What does that mean? Well, Witness Protection, it's actually really funny. I was at Starbucks once. And then they were like, name? I'm not even kidding. This is true. And it sounds crazy. They were like, your name? Because they write your name on the little cups. He was like, I can't tell you I'm in the Witness Protection Program. I swear to you. I was at Mac. This was like during the holidays. And I was like... If you were in the witness protection program, you would not just say it like that in Starbucks. Also, just say a different name. Just say anything but that. You sound fucking crazy now. Yeah, who would say? But you, you know what the witness protection program is. I it's guess- like when the government protects you because like you're like in danger in society. But isn't, didn't he do something wrong? Why would he be in the witness protection because program? Because he's giving away names that are valuable. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do I know any of his songs? I don't know. I know one with Cardi B. I mean, or no, one with with Nicki Minaj. What happened to Bad Baby? Is she still doing stuff? I follow her. She's still doing a few a few things. I feel like she kind of fizzled out a little bit. She her music is trash. She got famous from Dr. Phil, my favorite. I love Dr. Phil. I like Dr. Phil, but not necessarily. I haven't watched him in a long time. My parents make fun of me. They say that I watch too what? much Dr. Phil. I- if I can't remember this, I'll cut this out. But we were talking before the Today Show shit. We were going on a, a talk about something, and I had something to say, and I forget what it was. But I oh. guess it's too far gone. Oh, you want me to remember that? <laughs> yeah, no. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. That's, should we read my list? Read. Emily made a... <laughs> so I told Emily that she should write some positive affirmations. This is what I actually did want you to talk about because I think this is really important. I'm not even going to read all of them. And cause... she just wanted to bring this into her psychologist, which I'm very happy you did not read this to your psychologist because she would have charged you extra. She, she actually, if I would have read this, might have gone like... Ooh, like put you away not put me away but like i think you should um like come back again and again like i went in twice this <laughs> yeah. week to therapy because i was having such a bad week and she suggested to me on tuesday she was like i think you should come back again because like we're not even scratching the surface and i was like yeah and i like literally was counting down the hours so i could be back in her office and then i went today and like we really had an amazing session and like I feel like that's why I'm able to like talk about it and not like cry. Well, this is so important that you're doing this. And I feel like it's like so many people go through this and they never go for help. Like they just have to deal with this. Yeah. Shit I'm also own. glad that like I'm going through it and my therapist like knows me now. Cause like I've been going to her for a few months. Like I'm glad this didn't happen when I was like still getting to know my therapist. Cause she knows my patterns and my behavior and like knows enough about me to like, really be able to talk to me through this and like and uh, you know yeah um, well yeah you have to you're building that relationship with her and it's better because you're like it's it's better that you stick with one psychologist because you've already connected with her yeah and i mean if you have to do it over and over again you have to start from like the beginning again i know and now i get what people mean when they say that because yeah. you don't realize how like we're still learning each other she's but learning like, so much about you and it takes a right long now time. she's learning a lot about me because I, i'm having a breakdown well exactly and that's why i can't my psychiatrist is like 90 years old and i can't go to anyone else because that's like my whole life yeah well you've gone to him for like 13 years for my like my whole life more than more than, more than I, half he he knows me i think better than i know myself he really does. I mean, you always talk about him like he's a corpse. So then I'm like, is he stupid? But he's not stupid. I no, mean, I know. But you always joke about like my my, my was like because we have drooling. that relationship now. That does it's he just, drool? He has. Yeah, <laughs> he's definitely drooled. And he definitely tells me the same story a few times. 
Like he he'll repeat this one story about how he met his wife. Oh my! I actually feel guilty because I know nothing about my therapist. Well, can you? That's somebody's job to just listen to you for an hour for people all day. Yeah. Think about the patience that that requires and the energy. Energy. Oh well, my god! I always start my session with Doctor So and So. How are you? How are you? You do doing that. Today? I never say how are you because I'm nervous that she's gonna like deflect or like yell at me for asking he always deflects but i'm like i want to know how you're doing well you know what therapists and nurses have that in common where like i'm pretty sure they go through some sort of training or like they learn about um having um empathy but like learning how to care for someone but not take on that person's emotion and like that's their job to like be able to to help somebody but not feel like you're responsible for how they feel exactly um do you want to hear my list i want to hear your list I so, saw a little bit of it, but I want to hear it. I was crying um, really hard, and I felt so bad. And I was thinking to myself, like, this is so bad. I was so excited to go to therapy and talk about, like, how I was feeling. And, like, I was so, like, as a way to prepare for it, like, as I was crying, I was like, I should write down how I feel right now so I can remember tomorrow exactly how I was feeling um and tell her like like this is what i really felt in that moment and did you tell her no okay well i told her but i didn't read my list okay if you read your list that would have been crazy but you sh- you are able to you should be able to do that but i just think it would have been really well, no i was also like a little drunk when i wrote this list so then i woke up and i was like i'm not gonna fucking read it i'm just gonna tell her what i went through like that's just as fine i was yeah. just as honest about if anything it was like it was so crazy because I had such a great night and then wound up bawling. Yeah. And she was like, you're really overwhelmed. It was a whole thing. But anyway. You're just on edge. So I wrote down, my list says, I feel pathetic. I feel feel out of control. I feel uncharacteristically dark. I feel like I am not myself. I feel like I don't matter. I feel irreversibly sad. Oh my God. Those are scary, sad words. Yeah, that's how I was feeling last night. You were feeling that way. You aren't actually that way. That's why you defining your... I am is so powerful. You cannot define yourself. I didn't say I am. I said I feel. Oh, you said I feel. I said I feel this. I feel like I like seven times. I couldn't catch it. (laughs) You got ADD. (laughs) But that well, that's the thing. Is like the whole time that I like I always go like feelings are temporary. The way you feel is always temporary. I was not like I am stupid. Yeah, because I don't think that I am. Yeah, and I believe in myself, which is why I'm like. Really trying to fuck. I'm, I'm, I might be trying too hard to work through this. Yeah. Which is, if anything, today I learned like I gotta fucking chill out. Yeah. It's actually what you need to do is less. You know. Yeah. Less you don't is need more. to do so much. You're just doing too much. You're thinking too much. Just chill out. Eckhart yeah. Tolle says something. Um, he wrote The Power of Now. Um, he <laughs> says, "Be the witness of your thoughts. Just witness your thoughts." Well, that's you a big idea witness. in meditation too. I fucking love that. Witness your thoughts. Let them go by like clouds. Well, cuz it's really hard when you're in a moment of intense anxiety or <clears throat> just like feeling really extreme, it's hard to be rational and like it's hard to recognize what you're feeling as irrational yeah especially when you're in it and like you don't feel like like when you're feeling an intense wave of emotion you it feels like that's it like that's real yeah because it is but like you you don't have the outside witness perspective to look at it as a feeling it's hard to reason with yourself when you're feeling that low yeah definitely hard um but the best part about my week was all the food I ate. I ate like a king. I know. I don't know why I keep doing all these fad diets that's like I, I tried to do keto, didn't work, and now I'm trying to fast and then like I just feel but like you're that's- still eating so much. I know, but I mean the the first couple days I didn't, but then I was just so hungry and delirious that I just ate everything that there was in sight. I've just been eating like I my my diet is just all over the place. I need to, th- I don't know what's sustainable for me. What diet is sustainable? The only diet that's sustainable for me is like <laughs> the eat like a f- big dinner and dessert every single night diet. And then just like work out and you'll be fine. I you hate, have no problem. I, have, I hate working out now. I was like a workout fanatic. You really were. I would be mad at you when you would work I out. I know. I was, a, sick. I was a workout fanatic. I was doing my Kayla Itzines exercises. I was doing so much. Is that how you say it? Kayla Itzines. 
I don't know. It signs? I always said Kayla itsiness because she, she's oh, itsy she's bitsy. Oh, she's itsy bitsy. <laughs> I think it's it signs. It's probably it signs. It's itsiness. Itsiness. it's-iness. But um, I was doing her workouts and then I just kind of like fell off. I can't stick to it anymore. I, I get too tired during my workouts now. It's the Epstein bar. I'm going to get um, auto hemotherapy. Oh, God. What is that? I don't. Why do you fucking laugh at me and all my shit? <laughs> I'm not laughing at you, but just They're like- going to inject me with ozone. <laughs> like, listen to what that sounds like. <laughs> like, as in the ozone layer? Like, ozone. It's an oxide. <laughs> They're going to put O3 in my bloodstream. Wait, what? And it's antiviral. It's Why? In big doses, it, doses, it's really bad for you. Where do you? <laughs> I read on this blog. Sophia. I'm doing it. You can't just do it's all these ozone things. ozone therapy, ozone treatments. I might. You read about it on a blog. On a blog. And I, I learned a little bit about it when I was in aesthetic school. It wasn't um, an injection of ozone, but we, you do ozone on the face and it's antibacterial. Well, this you put in your bloodstream. And they take some of your blood and they replace it with ozone oxide. <laughs> and it goes all around your bloodstream. And it's an antiviral. It's so good for you. They were doing it for cancer patients in Mexico. It cured cancer, Em. I'm serious. Why don't you believe me? <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> because you just said you're going to get auto hemotherapy. And I'm get doing the it. ozone layer well, in your fucking- body. <laughs> You just said that, right? Well, you know called, the ozone layer? It's not the ozone layer. It's yeah, called, it is. That's O3. Okay, well, that's what I'm getting in my body, then. <laughs> it's O3. They inject it into you. Where are you going to get this? Well, they do it um, at a few places in New York, so maybe I'll do it right after Gufanti or right before, because apparently you feel like it's like it gives you the feeling of ginkgo biloba root. <laughs> It gives you the feeling that ginkgo biloba root gives you, but it's all, it's, it's more. It's Wait, like a big dose. Biloba root again? It's the one that helps with focus and it boosts serotonin levels. Uh, ginkgo biloba root. It's in your brain juice that I gave you. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. I mean, I honestly, everybody listening to this should look into auto hemotherapy. It really has cured, cured people with cancer. I'm not kidding. It's gotten rid of cancer. It's cured people or shrank the cancer. Because it stops a virus from spreading. It's an antiviral in your bloodstream. It's a big deal. And then but people... here's the thing that I wonder about, because do they know enough about it yet that it has other effects on you? I don't know. I know that it started in Germany and they, it's very year? big in Germany. I don't know, Em. See, because I'm sorry. I have a really bad memory. As I said that I watch the Today Show every morning... On the third hour the other morning, this woman who just wrote this book came on, The Scientist, and she wrote a book, she just wrote a book called uh, This Is Your Brain on Birth Control, and it's all about the effects that birth control has on women's brains, Yeah, like, even when you're on the lowest dose, and I am, it comes out on October 1st, I pre-ordered it, I'm going to read it, because I'm pretty sure I'm going to go off of birth control, I have a feeling, when I was on it the first time, I felt like it was making me moody, and like, darker than i normally am and yeah. i have a feeling that i mean battery died i have a feeling that i'm going through whatever i'm going through but like i don't like the idea of putting something into my body that's a hormone that inevitably affects my psychosis no i was always so against birth control and you know that i know but that's what i mean about the ozone thing because they're she's just now they're just now talking about around, more things with birth control no, and it's I been know, around for so long it's been around for a really long time Ozone? Ozone, no, it really has. It's been around for a really long time, and I think that the reason that they don't, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything, but I think that the reason is because the government will lose a lot of money on it because people will stop getting fucking chemo. Yeah. It's really, it really is. That's actually a pretty intense thing to think about. I mean, that like We need the business of cancer. Well, that's what, um, what that Matthew McConaughey and Jared Leto movie was about, uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. Like, that's a big deal. And this, I'm not kidding. This actually works. If you look it up, it's everywhere. Well, you like, could also talk about how the U.S. government, like, financially survives on the prison system. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's you could go another, into that. That's another topic. I mean, but it, it, all the people that are just sitting there right now rotting in prison for, like, what? Marijuana? For, like, our economy. Oh, yeah. Put away for, for and we're, like, like, misdemeanors and are sitting just so that our country's economy can no, barely function. That's so scary. I don't even want to. I know. It's a really heavy topic. Can I please grab the battery pack? 
Yeah, but we're it's we're Is it an hour? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Otherwise I would say do it. Yeah. Um, what have we learned? Well, you're not going to be writing um negative things in your journal anymore. You're gonna be journaling about positive things. Well, I'm just gonna journal my therapist did tell me she was like, take some time over the next few weeks. I'm gonna see her in the meantime, yeah. but she was like, You need to start um journaling and just like being very honest about how you feel. So I'm not gonna like because I've done positive journaling and yeah. I kind of, when I, when you feel like you're lying, it's not helpful. No. So I'm going to be honest about like how I'm feeling, what I want, like just like my train of thought. Yeah. I used to do that a lot and it really does help me. And I'm just going to like take my time trying to really understand what it is that's gotten me to a place. Because like I really think everything that I've been going through was a result of like deluding myself and, and like suppressing your emotions suppressing my emotions and not really listening to how i'm feeling yeah. and so so you've learned that i'm gonna journal well i guess i it's just hard for me to talk about myself that's a personal thing i've learned yeah. what have i learned i don't what know what have you learned this um, episode i don't think i what did i learn I, I, maybe nothing maybe, I think, maybe you didn't learn anything i don't think i learned anything from this episode i learned that i got a ticket you might have gotten a ticket. I've definitely gotten a ticket. We should check on that after we're done. Yeah. Um, I feel like I might have learned something. I learned about um, Donko. What's it called? Ginkgo biloba root. Ginkgo biloba root. I learned that that's a real thing. It's, and I drank it the other day. You did? Did it make you feel better? Being with you made me feel better. It was the ginkgo. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely the ginkgo. You're right. It definitely wasn't our friendship. No, not no. it was our friendship. Um. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode, listener. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for watching and listening. And also, if you're wherever you're listening, please share it with people, like, review, comment, spread the word. The whole nine um, yards. If you like the podcast. And you know what? I think also, if you have any questions you want to ask us for us to answer the next episode, that would be really fun. Write us some questions. questions. And we'll we'll answer them or, or things you want to hear us talk about. Um so if you've made it this far, do that. Thank you. That. Thank you so much. We love you. Gufanti out. Gufanti out. Out. <laughs>